Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Saturday, um, I almost said August. Wow, where'd that come from? October 30th, and this is your daily financial news. Good morning, howdy, how are you guys doing? Well, I was pretty nervous about the week, I gotta tell you. And then one of my experts of the week came through with eight, eight purchases. It looks like Omar and the Lumberjack Landlord are really going to have a contest to see who can do the most uh, transactions for this wonderful challenge. So again, uh, there are 10 cards here. Eight of them will go to the Lumberjack, uh, but we will celebrate each and every one of them. Let's go through this together. So Lumberjack, 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 Lumberjack. Sorry, guys, there's eight of them. Got 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 to treat each one the same. Lumberjack, Lumberjack. Lumberjack, and the last one, Lumberjack Landlord. Congratulations, Matt, uh, closing a 12 unit, some duplexes, all of that stuff, folks. The Lumberjack is with us, I think, three days a week. He and I talk Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, usually post on Saturday. Uh, But he's doing the work. Uh, He is growing. He's recycling capital. That's a big deal. Dion, remember, recycle some capital. Now's the time to at least secure it so that you can use it later. Worst case, you just uh, you just pay off the loan in a couple of years. But let's also congratulate Erica. Erica, congratulations for getting your first or next opportunity. And Cody. Cody, I think I think this is your fourth card. So congratulations, Cody. Again, Erica and Cody, congratulations. Um Yes, uh, Dion, we need to connect you with Matt, the mortgage guy. Just uh, you, can t- you can tag him in the group. You can send him an email at matt at mattthemortgageguy.com. He will take care of you. He supports the country now. Uh, great guy. You will really like him. But again, Erica and Cody, I want to congratulate you two again. You did the work. Congratulations. So, And then the Lumberjack, frankly, thank you for saving the week. Uh, it would have been... Um, Six or seven without your eight. So uh, props, thank you. And then lastly, uh, another gentleman named Matt. You were going your books, your autographed books, Matt, will be going out Monday. I'll probably mail a big batch on Monday. So Matt, uh, your autographed books are going out Monday. So when we think about uh, the daily financial news over the weekend, one thing we do always is we look ahead. Right, the financial markets are closed. Uh, what what is going to be happening next week? So we will run through kind of my highlights Monday through Friday. Monday Monday is going to be an interesting day. Uh, we are going to get um, uh, real quick. I got a question here from Chester. Uh, Chester um, Dion can still use Matt the Mortgage Guy. He does not have ten loans yet. Uh, anyone out there doesn't have ten loans? Go get that bank money. Bank money is much much cheaper. 
uh, when when uh, Dion gets to 10, or I guess his 11th, he will have to change it up and go with Steven Dow from Velocity. So Chester, that is why Dion will be going with, um, or he should be going with Matt, the mortgage guy. Just cheaper money, man. Cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. So back to Monday. Monday is, we have some important stuff. We have Clorox. Uh, Clorox uh, is important because we're going to see what's going on with the consumer. We're also going to see if um, we are stocking up on cleaning products. My suspicion is Clorox is going to disappoint, but again, I don't own any stock. Don't take my opinion. I'm just looking at the consumer, and I think Clorox will give us a feel for what is going on with the consumer. Then we have two semiconductor companies, On Semi and NXP Semi. Uh, not, don't really care about their quarter. I'm sure it was fine. I want to hear them talk about what is going on with chips. Apple, all these phones and cars and computers, chips are in so many things. What is going on? I want to hear about their development plans, breaking ground. What are they doing to meet this time? Right? That's, that's what I'm going to be looking for from On Semi and NXP Semi on Monday. Tuesday. Ah, uh, man, we should have, we should, we, Tuesday's going to be, Tuesday's going to be a get your popcorn ready day for me. And it's all about Zillow. You know, I talked about Zillow the last couple of weeks. They stopped buying flips. They're bad at it. They're, they're just bad at it. I have a sneaky suspicion, uh, because again, they canceled, uh, they canceled their, uh, program kind of like, what was it? Probably like the 15th of October. Having been an accountant, I can tell you what that means. So the books close September 30th. The first couple of weeks, all the bean counters, of which I was one of them, were going through doing journal entries, revenue, expenses, all of this stuff. Somewhere in those two or three weeks, somebody came to a bottom line number that said, we lost how much? How much did we lose flipping? And that caused all kinds of internal meetings, probably some emergency e-staff, executive staff, blah, blah, blah. Bring in all the leaders from the flipping organization and beat them. And uh, that meeting meant no more buying. And then the press release. So I have a pretty sneaky suspicion that Zillow's Tuesday earnings could be ugly. And they they could use what I call the kitchen sink ugly. If they have any of these expenses that they have been doing quarterly, they have the account, they, in accounting speak, they can bring all of that forward, like one lump sum. It could be a kitchen sink quarter, which are, uh, they're always interesting to peel apart to see what kind of junk companies were keeping on their balance sheet. So I don't know. It might be, it might be ho-ho-ham, but I, I don't know. You can't stop flipping and there be a bigger story about some just nasty negative number. So We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Uh, Wednesday is an important day, uh, really, again, for the consumer. Marriott International. Are we traveling? Are we booking? Are conventions back? Wynn Resorts, same deal. Are we traveling? Are conventions back? What is going on? And then Etsy. I could be wrong, but I think Etsy had a pretty big miss last quarter. Amazon just missed, so... Where is Etsy and all of this? Again, what is going on with the consumer? Thursday, Uber, right? Uber's reported, I think their last quarter they were talking about ride, you know, bookings are up and things of that nature. It will be interesting. Peloton, 
kind of like Clorox, right? Have they already seen peak earnings? Have they already seen peak demand? Uh, they've just released their treadmill after those uh, after recalling it. So what is going on there? And then finally, Square. Square is really, for me, becoming the American Express of next-gen small business. For most of my life, American Express has been how I look at small businesses. What is going on, right? Now, increasingly, it's going to be Square, right? Net new businesses, a lot of people using Square, so I will be looking at Square for what is going on with small business. And then Friday, Friday is the number, the number of the week. It will be October jobs creation. This number has been all over the board. It has uh, disappointed over and over. I don't know. I have a sneaky suspicion October is going to be a good number. I haven't yet figured out what the over-under is going to be, so we'll do it right now. 500,000. What are you going to do? You're going to take the over or under of half a million job creation. I think the last couple of months it's been under 350. So 500 is a good number. I'm going to take the over. I don't know why. I'm just, I think the coffee's finally hit me. Uh, so I'm going to take the over. What about you? Leave comments below. Just over, under. Let me know what you think. So we got Chester coming in with an under. Thanks for playing along. A couple of more interesting things. We got Bill Ackman. Bill Ackman talking. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he is one of those um, Wall Street types that I wish they would stop parading around. Uh, I told a story, was it 18 months ago? I was out for a run and uh, Bill Ackman was on CNBC and he was talking about Hilton going to zero and this and that, all these horrible things. Lo and behold, the guy made a billion dollars shorting the market. I hate it when people talk their book and scare people. When you scare the public to your benefit, that's, yes, you can make a lot of money clearly, but you're selling your soul for a billion dollars. I wouldn't sell my soul for that. So I don't know. I just hate that he's out there. But clearly he is talking his book. He is positioned uh, for higher rates. He's saying the Fed must taper now. They must raise rates. All of those things. Uh, again, I hope they don't. I hope they crush his portfolio and... Um, you know, I hope I hope he's using leverage and all of these things, and uh, I hope you lose your shirt because what you did last time was not cool in my book. Thought a lot about Fridays or maybe it was Thursdays earnings. Apple, Amazon, and Starbucks. Again, I think Apple and Amazon are explainable. Starbucks is the one that's really got me thinking. I mean, think about the U.S. economy. How bad does the U.S. economy have to get for you or your friends to stop buying Starbucks lattes? I mean, seriously, there's six bucks. I think it has to get pretty bad. The consumer psychology to not buy a $7 latte and it, for, and it to be so many of you where the publicly traded company of Starbucks has to single you out, China revenue disappoints. What about all those luxury retailers that get half their revenue from China? We're talking Prada and Tiffany's and all these other really expensive things. The Chinese consumer is retreating, retrenching. It is going to send shockwaves through the Chinese economy. And if the Chinese consumer does retreat, it's going to impact the world. The Chinese are huge consumers of 
everything. This is something to watch. Starbucks may have given us a uh, a highlight of just how bad the you know the Chinese consumer is, re- how bad and how quickly. I don't know. I've been really thinking about that. Is that I don't know. That's that's what I'm thinking. Again, the Chinese property developers are continuing the cascade. It's like Jenga, right? The whole thing is just crashing down, or maybe it's dominoes, like one at a time. Uh, Yet again, and this is going to be going on for a while, there's a Chinese property developer called Overseas. Yes, Overseas. Uh, They basically have projects uh, around the world, hence Overseas. Uh, They just lost a project they were working on in San Francisco. The lenders took it over. Looks like they have... This Chinese property developer has already lost a couple of properties and have more in Hawaii and New York that are in trouble. This is, again, very similar to what happened with the uh, Japanese lost decade. They they put a lot of capital out in the world, their economy broke, and people started to retreat and they lost assets. That is starting to happen. Uh, I am thinking Blackstone. I think Blackstone is the uh, best real estate investment, uh, I don't know, company, REIT, Wall Street, whatever, they are probably licking their chops at buying some of these assets at a significant discount. Uh, Goldman Sachs is out. Uh, They are clearly watching this channel, although I would tell you, Goldman, you are late to the party. Goldman Sachs just this morning said the Fed will likely hike their first rate in July. Congratulations, Goldman. I made that call four or five months ago. Where have you been? Uh, One of the reasons Goldman highlighted is the large wage growth that was reported on Thursday. It might have been Wednesday. I think it was Thursday. Uh, Really points to the fact that inflation is getting sticky. It is increasingly bad and it is not transitory. Just so you know, again, the wage inflation month to month was 1.5%. Folks, we're typically talking 0.1, 0.2, maybe 0.3%. Wage inflation was up 1.5% month on month. When you add that up or you do the math, you get 18%. 1.5 times 12 is 18%. Ouch. Ouch. That is why I am talking about wage inflation being sticky, rippling through for months and quarters to go. And ultimately, I think the Fed is going to be forced to raise right into the teeth of a recession. It is still something I've called for four or five months now, uh, but it is going to be interesting. And then lastly, good old Barry Habib. I really like Barry Habib. If you're not following Barry Habib on, I think he's on YouTube, you're doing yourself a disservice. He puts out little three, four, five-minute clips. He is a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, But Barry Habib was debating a, a housing bear, right? Bull bear debate. And Barry Habib's just got this little subtle humor. He's just, I think, I think Barry's funny. I, I think he is funny. He's like, okay, Mr. Housing Bear or Mrs. Housing Bear. I actually don't know who he was debating. But let me ask you a question. You're talking about housing crashing like last time. Let me ask you this question. We have 12 million more households today than we did in 06. But yet we have 3 million less homes. How can we have a housing crash? How can we have a bubble? Then, oh, by the way, Barry Habib breaks out Mike Zuber's favorite math. This is, this is the heart of the 50-year spreadsheet. Again, I spent a day 
pulling it together. I give it to you for free. It's in the course. It's in the free course even. Uh, he's like, okay, Mr. Housing Bear or Bull. No, Bear. He's the Bull. Bear. In 2006, the front-end ratio, because again, Barry Habib is a mortgage guy. The front-end ratio was 30%. That is stretched. That is mortgage payment to gross monthly income. Today, Mr. Housing Bear, it is 19%. Yes, housing is difficult. No inventory, blah, blah, blah. But how the hell can you have a housing crash when you have 12 million more homes or households, 3 million less homes, and you have a front-end ratio of 19%? And Barry just like... Drop the mic. That is what I've been telling you. Yes, housing is difficult. There's no inventory. The lower end, I get it. I get it. But it's not set up that way. Not to mention the one thing that Barry didn't talk about is the reason that we had that cascading effect of 06 is 50% of the loans originated in 06 were adjustable rate with most of those being 2 and 28s and 14% of loans being just garbage um, uh, pick a payment loans. And today it's 2% adjustable and zero pick a payment. It is not coming. So again, we may not be doing our live stream at 8 a.m. Uh, Anna could not make Wednesday, but she did ask to talk today. So I will be interviewing her at 8. If for any reason that meeting doesn't happen, I will do a live stream at 8 a.m. I want to make sure we talk. Uh, and again, uh, something else I do on this channel is I seek information. Yesterday, I, I interviewed an economist from Boise. Uh, she has been in her job for 19 years, which means she was there pre-crash. We talked about Boise economy, migration, unemployment rate, diverse economy, what is going on with migration. And she's like, yeah, you know, we could have a housing slowdown. 33% appreciation in one year is not healthy, certainly not repeatable. But she's like, I, you know, I don't know where a crash would come from. So again, some of these channels out there like to look at pretty charts. I like to send emails and interview people in those markets. So again, if you want information and data, come here. If you want to look at pretty charts, I'm not your guy. Have a wonderful day. Take care. And remember, if you're one of my students, I fully intend to talk to you at 9 a.m. in our private Facebook group. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.